Chambersai. Ahoy, crypto enthusiasts! It's time to embark on another exhilarating voyage through the ever-evolving world of blockchain. I'm here to guide you through the latest crypto updates and revelations. Let's set sail. And I must say, Phoebe, I've started to feel like a crypto miner, except instead of unearthing digital gold, I'm uncovering some rather intriguing stories. Quite the digital archaeologist, if you will. Ha ha ha, my dear friend. You might just be on to the next crypto revolution. News mining. How's that for a concept, ladies and gentlemen? Quite the attention-grabbing headline, I must say. But let's not dawdle. We have some absolutely scintillating stories to share with you today. Absolutely. Our first item on the agenda, FTX, the beleaguered crypto exchange, is reportedly seeking to offload its stake in AI firm Anthropic. It appears they are endeavoring to repair their relationship with their clientele. Better late than never, I suppose. Speaking of tardiness, it appears that Ethereum's NFT market share is feeling a bit under the weather as Bitcoin and Solana gain momentum. Let's hope Ethereum has its winter gear on. On a different note, the former CFO of Terraform Labs finds himself in quite a pickle, facing fraud charges and the prospect of extradition to South Korea. Quite the tempest in a teapot, isn't it? It's akin to a gripping thriller novel set in the enigmatic realm of crypto. And here's an intriguing twist. The SEC has just reached a settlement with the founder of a spurious crypto hedge fund. What a thrilling ride. And here's an unexpected turn. GoDaddy is joining forces with Ethereum name service for domain integration. Quite the plot twist, wouldn't you say? That's quite an unexpected pairing, isn't it? But hold on to your hats, the plot thickens. South Korea is now proposing regulatory clearance for new crypto company executives. Quite the regulatory roller coaster, wouldn't you say? Goodness me, the crypto world is whirling around like a Bitcoin on a bullish streak today. Hold on to your hats, dear listeners, because we're just getting started. Naye, have you been keeping tabs on the recent bankruptcy case of FTX, the crypto exchange, our resident financial whiz? Indeed, quite the enthralling saga. It's akin to a real-life financial drama, but with more numerical intricacies and fewer romantic entanglements. So, FTX, once a prominent figure in the realm of cryptocurrency, filed for bankruptcy in November 2022. And it's not just FTX, but all 130 entities under the FTX group. Quite a precipitous decline, wouldn't you agree? Indeed, quite the enthralling saga. It's akin to a real-life financial drama, but with more numerical intricacies and fewer romantic entanglements. So, FTX, once a prominent figure in the realm of cryptocurrency, filed for bankruptcy in November 2022. And the drama doesn't stop there. The former CEO, Sam Bankman-Fried, or SBF as he's known, was found guilty of some serious charges, including money laundering and misappropriation of customer funds. Quite the scandal indeed. FTX is now endeavoring to offload its stake in Anthropic, a significant AI firm, in an effort to recoup some funds. Quite the financial maneuver, wouldn't you say? Indeed, Anthropic is no ordinary AI firm. It was established by former OpenAI employees back in 2021. FTX and its sister company, Alameda Research, made a substantial investment of $500 million in Anthropic in April 2022, a mere seven months before the bankruptcy. And now they're endeavoring to divest themselves of that stake, which had an approximate value of $1.4 billion in December 2023. They're seeking approval from the bankruptcy court and exploring the possibility of selling it through an auction or a private sale. Indeed, that's correct. And their efforts don't stop there. FTX has also filed a motion to sell its claim against the bankrupt crypto lender Genesis Global, all part of their broader strategy to recover additional funds and fully reimburse their customers. It's quite a convoluted situation. 
but it's heartening to observe their earnest efforts to reimburse both customers and creditors. Let's remain vigilant and witness how this intricate affair unfolds, shall we? Absolutely, it's a vivid reminder that the crypto realm is as capricious as a roller coaster ride. But that's precisely what adds to its allure, doesn't it? And to our esteemed listeners, always remember to conduct thorough research before delving into the world of crypto. Let's stir things up a bit, shall we? I've stumbled upon some rather intriguing insights from CoinGecko, shedding light on a significant shift in the market shares of top blockchain networks, particularly within the domain of NFT trading volumes. Ah, you know I do relish a captivating twist in the tale. But before we delve into the depths of this narrative, let's ensure our esteemed audience is well-versed. CoinGecko, my friends, stands as a preeminent cryptocurrency data platform. And as for NFTs, or non-fungible tokens, they are indeed extraordinary digital assets that have taken the world by storm. Now do enlighten us with the details. Ah, you're not the only one with an affinity for a captivating twist in the tale. I'm quite certain our esteemed listeners are perched on the edge of their seats as well. So without further ado, let's delve into these intriguing shifts in the crypto world. And do remember, dear listeners, we are at your service to address any burning queries you may have. Feel free to drop us a line if you find yourself intrigued by any of the topics under discussion. Let's kick off this crypto soiree in style. Let's shake things up a bit and delve into the recent turmoil surrounding Terraform Labs. It's reminiscent of a surprising plot twist in a futuristic sci-fi flick, wouldn't you say? Indeed, it's akin to a real-life episode of Black Mirror, isn't it? So, Terraform Labs' former CFO Han Chang-jun has been extradited to South Korea after completing a four-month sentence in Montenegro for document forgery. Quite the intriguing turn of events, wouldn't you say? Document forgery sounds like a plot straight out of a James Bond film, doesn't it? Indeed it does, doesn't it? But the plot thickens even further. In a remarkable turn of events, Han Changjun was apprehended at Podgorica Airport in Montenegro back in March 2022, alongside Terraform Labs co-founder Do Kwan. Their audacious attempt to jet off to Dubai using counterfeit travel documents certainly adds an intriguing twist to this unfolding saga. Wouldn't you agree? Goodness me, that's quite the clandestine affair. What fate awaits him in the wake of such audacious escapades, I wonder? The Montenegrin police have indicated that the decision to extradite Han Chang-jun was made by their Ministry of Justice. He now faces criminal proceedings in South Korea for various offenses, including fraud. The charges could potentially result in a life sentence for him. And what of Duquan? Is he also entangled in the web of extradition proceedings? It's all rather uncertain at the moment. The United States and South Korea are both vying to extradite Kwan to answer for a range of charges, including fraud and violations of securities law. However, neither country has a direct extradition treaty with Montenegro, so we find ourselves in quite the legal conundrum. Quite the quagmire, isn't it? And all of this transpired in the aftermath of the collapse of the Terra ecosystem, did it not? Indeed, quite the tumultuous turn of events. The values of its native tokens, Luna and Terra USD, nosedived to near insignificance in May 2022. This led to a staggering loss of over $60 billion in the cryptocurrency market and sparked an enduring crypto winter. That's quite a substantial figure, isn't it? And indeed, Terraform Labs, the entity at the heart of this tumultuous affair, did indeed file for bankruptcy just last month. Did they not? Indeed, they did. The reported assets and liabilities fell within the range of 100 million to 500 million. 
It's a rather melancholic conclusion to what was once a most promising endeavor, wouldn't you say? Quite the poignant reminder that not all that sparkles in the tech realm is necessarily gold, or in this particular instance, crypto. Indeed, it serves as a salutary reminder for us all, doesn't it? I agree, Troy Sakshai. Have you caught wind of the recent commotion surrounding the founder of the American Bitcoin Academy, our resident crypto aficionado? Ah, you're referring to Brian Sewell, aren't you? Indeed, I've been apprised of the situation. The esteemed U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission, or the SEC, has recently disclosed that they've reached a settlement in a case involving him. Indeed, quite the substantial sum, isn't it? Sewell's company, Rockwell Capital Management, has consented to part with a staggering $1.6 million. And Sewell himself has been directed to cough up $200,000. Quite the costly affair, I must say. Goodness, that's quite the blow. But pray tell, what transgressions has he committed to warrant such a hefty penalty? Ah, the SEC has accused Sewell of bilking $1.2 million from 15 students enrolled in his online crypto trading course. He managed to persuade them to invest in the Rockwell Fund, which, as it turns out, was about as real as a unicorn. Ah, the classic tale of promising a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, only to deliver a leprechaun's trick. He even purported to employ unique strategies and AI tools for investing in digital assets. Quite the audacious endeavor, wouldn't you say? Quite the twist, isn't it? Sewell managed to raise these investments from December 2017 to April 2018, converted them into Bitcoin, and then had the misfortune of losing it all when his wallet was hacked. Quite the unfortunate turn of events, I must say. Quite the unfortunate turn of events, wouldn't you say? Talk about a double whammy. And to add insult to injury, he sent his investors fake monthly account statements. Quite the audacious move, I must say. Indeed, quite the shrewd move on their part. Neither Sewell nor his company saw fit to either admit or deny the allegations, opting instead to come to a settlement with the SEC. Quite the clever maneuver, isn't it? But it serves as a poignant reminder for us all, doesn't it? Always best to do your due diligence before diving into investments, especially in the capricious world of cryptocurrency. Absolutely. And to our esteemed listeners, do bear in mind that if something appears too good to be true, it most likely is. Keep your wits about you in this ever-fascinating world of investments. Have you caught wind of GoDaddy's recent collaboration with the Ethereum name service, our resident tech guru? Indeed. GoDaddy, the esteemed US-based domain registrar and web hosting company, has now forged an alliance with the Ethereum name service, affectionately known as ENS. Quite the intriguing partnership, wouldn't you say? Sounds rather intriguing. Could you kindly elucidate it for our esteemed audience? Absolutely. It's all about connectivity, isn't it? Users can now seamlessly link their ENS addresses with their regular internet domains, and would you believe it? It's completely complimentary. Free? Now that's music to my ears. But pray, do elucidate on the mechanics of this delightful arrangement. Quite straightforward, really. Those in possession of conventional Web2-based domains can establish an Ethereum wallet and input their addresses via GoDaddy's platform. This enables individuals to transform their traditional domains ending in .com or .net into their Web3 profile. Ah, so it's akin to bestowing your conventional domain with a delightful crypto facelift, wouldn't you say? Absolutely spot on. This seamless integration isn't just about the cool factor. It's a concerted effort to eradicate the exorbitant gas fees that users previously had to endure in order to migrate their traditional domain names to the ENS. What's more, 
GoDaddy has ambitious plans to incorporate additional blockchain-based domain name services into its framework in the days to come. Quite the forward-thinking move, wouldn't you say? Sounds like a rather advantageous arrangement. But what's the scoop on this Wyeth domain, if I may inquire? Ah, the Wyeth domain, my dear fellow, operates on Ethereum but regrettably doesn't play well with the likes of commonly used internet tools such as web browsers and email. It does away with the need for those complex and randomly generated letters and numbers of a standard Ethereum wallet address and instead transforms them into more easily recognizable and readable words. The primary aim, you see, is to facilitate the seamless transfer of funds between two parties on the Ethereum network. Quite the ingenious solution, wouldn't you say? So it's akin to adorning your Ethereum wallet with a bespoke vanity plate, wouldn't you say? Absolutely. It's all about rendering the crypto world more user-friendly, wouldn't you agree? Quite the revelation, ladies and gentlemen. GoDaddy and ENS are certainly taking the edge off the complexities of the crypto realm. Keep your ears open for more enlightening tech updates. Our psycho. Now let's transport ourselves virtually to South Korea. The Financial Services Commission, or FSC, is causing quite a stir with some proposed regulations for crypto companies. My esteemed colleague, known for his astute insights into the world of crypto, what's the latest buzz? Ah, the FSC is proposing an amendment that would necessitate new executives at crypto companies to obtain regulatory approval before commencing their duties. It's akin to securing a permission slip before embarking on a school field trip, albeit with significantly more zeros in the equation. Quite an interesting proposition, isn't it? So what exactly is the objective behind this proposed amendment? And for our viewers at home, this is certainly something to take note of, particularly if you're involved in the world of cryptocurrency. The FSC is aiming to refine the existing legislation governing the local digital asset market. This proposed amendment would grant them the authority to vet new executives entering the realm of crypto companies. It's akin to a discerning club doorman, except instead of scrutinizing goods, they'll be evaluating qualifications and backgrounds. Quite an intriguing thought. And what might be the repercussions for a crypto company that chooses to flout these new regulations? I dare say it won't be a mere slap on the wrist, would it? If a crypto firm appoints an executive who has been convicted of a crime and has not completed a five-year sentence, the FSC has the authority to revoke the company's registration. It's akin to being unceremoniously ejected from the club for flouting the rules, wouldn't you say? Seems like the FSC is really upping the ante. When are we expecting this proposed amendment to take effect? And do remember to mark your calendars, ladies and gentlemen. If all proceeds is planned, it is anticipated to take effect at the conclusion of March. The application will be pertinent to the renewal reports for virtual asset service provider licenses to be submitted in the latter half of 2024. It appears that South Korea is taking quite a firm stance on the crypto industry. It's akin to a stern parent laying down the law, wouldn't you say? Quite so. Following the passage of the Virtual Asset User Protection Act by the National Assembly in June 2023, the FSC and the Bank of Korea have been bestowed with greater authority to oversee crypto service providers and levy penalties for any infractions. It's abundantly clear that the crypto sphere is hurtling forward at an unprecedented pace, and it's imperative for regulators to remain agile in their oversight. Many thanks for the enlightening update. And to our esteemed audience, do bear in mind, knowledge is your shield in the ever-evolving realm of crypto. Stay informed, stay vigilant, and above all, stay secure.